This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, Courtney Hall, Senior Director of Sustainability with CHS, will provide a low-carbon fuel standard update. Courtney, what is a low-carbon fuel standard, or LCFS, for short? Thanks, Jesse. Low-carbon fuel standard are rules that are developed to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the transportation sector. They're developed state by state and are often the driving force behind the use of renewable fuels in that state. Well, what constitutes a low-carbon fuel? Well, low-carbon fuel is pretty simple and straightforward. It provides energy but reduces the amount of greenhouse gas emissions, or carbon, compared to a conventional fossil fuel. So there's a rigorous assessment that you have to do in order to qualify as a low-carbon fuel. So you have to understand the way that energy is procured or extracted, how it's processed or refined, how it's distributed, and then the emissions when it's combusted in the vehicle as well. There are a lot of very familiar low-carbon fuels that you know your listeners might be very familiar with. Ethanol is, is an example of a low-carbon fuel biodiesel, renewable diesel. Those are all examples of low-carbon fuels. Well, what states have adopted a LCFS and do you see it growing? Great question. So California is was the first state to adopt a low-carbon fuel standard. They started implementing theirs in 2011, so they've been at this for some time. The way this works is they have emissions reductions set on the pool of fuel in California. So their goal is to reduce 20% of emissions by 2030. Oregon is the next state that came on with a low-carbon fuel standard. It is mostly modeled on the California program. And the latest one is Washington State. Their program went into effect January 1 of last year. We do think that other states are watching what's happening on the West Coast, and they're starting to kick around their own LCFS programs. There are likely developments happening in Illinois and Minnesota. Well, from a climate and sustainability perspective, why are states adopting or considering low-carbon fuel standards? When we think about the you know, global grand challenge around climate, you know, decarbonization is really challenging. So drawing down those carbon emissions is really challenging. So governments, private sector, civil society members, they're all working together to see how do we decarbonize with minimal disruptions to the economy. States are no different. States are looking at, you know, what is their influence within their economy, looking at some of the sectors that create emissions. And transportation is often a sector that these states are focusing on because they can represent upwards of 25 to even 50 percent of a state's greenhouse gas emissions. So these rules are, you know, part of a more comprehensive package. Rules are a good starting point, but they're not an end-all be-all. We know there needs to be technology infrastructure, even consumer perceptions have to change around this as well. So it's one tool in the toolbox, but this is why states are looking to implement these types of rules. Well, why should farmers care about low carbon fuels? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I think it's really important that farmers understand that decarbonization is not a one size fits all approach. So not every alternative fuel is going to work with every different application. So the future, now into this foreseeable future, will look like a diverse mix of fuel sources, electrification, and renewable fuels. And I think it's really important that we have reliability and resiliency top of mind when we think about farming and getting product to market. We can't have disruptions in our supply chains. At the same time, renewable fuels 
you know, they start from the farm. They're based on crops grown on the farm, corn, soy, etc. So these fuel standards are creating demand for these types of commodities. As these start to develop state by state, I think it's really important that farmers continue to see value from these types of rules and standards. Well, we've been talking today with Courtney Hall, Senior Director of Sustainability with CHS on Around the Table. Courtney, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Jesse. And thank you for joining us on Around the Table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.